Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for stopping in again uh, for another edition of the Veganish Family Podcast. Um, last time we talked a little bit about a backstory, and I know we touched a, just a tad on um, attempting to go vegan, vegetarian, or uh, plant-based. But based on your location geographically, how it, that can be a little bit more difficult than others. Um, and I know everybody has struggles with with uh, if they're converting over and, and, you know, they get temptations and things like that. But uh, when, when you're surrounded by meat and cheese and all those items, it makes it a little more difficult. So just going to touch a little bit on that today. Um, and we don't all live in Southern California where there's a vegan restaurant on every corner and um, on the East coast that they, they have a pretty good coverage too. And um, I'm up here in Northwest Illinois and, uh, Lots of lots of meat and lots of dairy, and kind of been raised that our whole our whole life. I mean, my grandfather was a, a farmer, dairy farmer. I remember going there as a child and uh, helping milk cows and you know feed the pigs and the chickens, and eventually some of those chickens ended up on the table, and as well as the pigs and the cows did too. And um, it just was it was never even a second thought. We just that's what she ate, and you drank milk and. Cheese and I wasn't. I've never been a huge dairy fan, and my, it always bothered my grandpa. I remember him always trying to make me try buttermilk and put butter on my bread and all this stuff. And I never. So that was one of the easier things when I decided to go this route. Um, is to go is to to eliminate dairy, and that that wasn't really hard for me. Uh, other than mozzarella cheese, and I will I will just say it right now. This is called veganish because uh, I am about eighty percent um, vegan. 20% vegetarian and that 20% usually involves mozzarella cheese on pizza. So that's one of my, one of my biggest vices is pizza. So, um, but Hey, it, I feel if you can do it once in a while, a little bit of moderation, it's okay. Um, cause I do it mostly for my health. So, um, um, that's, that's kind of what we're going for here. We're not trying to be die hard one way or the other. So, but yeah, growing up in the, in this area was tough because I've been raised that way. And, I feel like a lot of other people around me, when I first told them I was doing this, kind of felt similar. They were like, oh, I don't really know how you could even do that. I mean, and and you'll hear that a lot. Oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Well, y- you could. You just you choose not to. And when you do choose to do it, it's amazing Like the, the difference you feel um, just in, in a health standpoint alone. So um, some of the things I wanted to cover, too, are... Um, trying to find foods that you can eat once you decide to do this is difficult. And um, I'm actually working on a, a cookbook and a shopping list and a meal plan guide and everything, because I remember how hard it was for me to find things. I didn't even realize what can I eat? Um, what can I, what should I buy? And what, what ingredients are actually, it looks like it's dairy free, but is it really? So those are some things in the future I'll be, I'll be talking about that. Um, looking forward to sharing those with you guys. Um, but they're still, it's a work, they're a work in progress. And um, as we go down this journey together, we'll uh, hopefully you'll find out all about that stuff. Um, but yeah, so growing up here in the Midwest, um, I had friends who worked on farms. I, like I said, I helped my grandpa on the farm. Um, so when you go to the grocery store and you saw all those same items, you were, just, that's just what you eat. You never, tofu was like something that hippies ate or you had to eat if you were like being punished or something, 
you had to eat meat and you had to drink milk and you had to eat cheese. And um, those things were very easy to find. And then when you go out to eat in the, in, in, in where I live, it's, it's all meat based, you know, steak houses and uh, pork chops and ribs and burgers. And when you said, do, what do you have that's vegan? Most people look at you like, Oh, are you, are you sick or what, what's the matter with you? So, um, it's a, it's, I'm going to tell you when you do come across that, it's, it's just normal. People just are raised from the get go when you're a little kid to drink your milk and things like that. So it's, you're definitely a product of your environment. And in some places geographically, it'll be easier to do. Um, you're going to have a whole foods down the road from you. I don't have that. Uh, you're going to have a vegan restaurant close by or a vegetarian restaurant. Closest one I have is about 30 miles away and it's phenomenal. I mean, they do unbelievable vegan food. Um, and, and then there's a vegetarian one about uh, 20 miles away. So there are a lot of places that are starting to have vegan and vegetarian options, but they're limited. So, um, but as I see this movement changing and, and, and you'll notice it more too, because you're involved with, with the change, because you're making that change, but it does seem like there is a, a plant-based movement that's become a little more mainstream and a little less frowned upon or like really you're going to eat you're not going to eat a hamburger you're going to eat a plant-based burger like impossible or beyond a lot i mean we can thank burger king for that doing the impossible whopper i mean that's that's bringing it to the to the masses so that's cool i see kfc just recently announced that they're gonna they're gonna try partnering up with beyond to do some uh some um, some chicken uh, well it's not chicken but it's gonna be plant-based chicken uh for the restaurant so it's kind of exciting time to be taking this journey because there are some options. When you do get those cravings, you can, you can find something to eat. Um, but uh, back to the location. Yeah. So right up here on the border of Wisconsin, um, I have a lot of people that uh, are wondering why I would do this and how they, how they could do it. But um, I've reached out to uh, a gentleman that owns a store in, in Wisconsin um, that sells cheese, <laughs> salami, and um, um, been, it's, it's been a staple in this community for years. And this person's actually going to go for a uh, plant-based, oil-free, processed food-free. I mean, this is like vegan extreme. I mean, he's going to go whole hog on this thing. No pun intended. Um, and he agreed to uh, uh, have us allow us to come in and ask him questions and, and possibly follow his journey because if if – Anybody ever says, oh, I can't do it, but then they find out that a person that owns a cheese store in Wisconsin could do it. I think there's hope for anybody. So um, I'm excited to, to let you guys know more about that as, as we get into it. But this person is not going to be doing this for they're, – they're kind of doing a countdown um, to 20 days from now, I believe it is. They're, they're thinking about starting up. Um, he's, he's slowly easing into it to see what things he can and can't eat to try and find foods that he can. So he knows he's cheating right now, but he's going to try and do, I believe he said 30, maybe 60 days of plant-based. Um, he's been doing it for about a week, not a hundred percent. Um, and he's noticed a difference already, but, uh, but yeah, that's going to be exciting to, to share that story with people as, uh, as a, a cheese store owner in Wisconsin, attempts to go plant-based you know because i mean what goes better with cheese than some summer sausage and some crackers and a nice cold beer i mean i suppose you can still have the beer but uh yeah to 
to, to completely walk away from those things as you sell them. It's going to be, it's going to be quite a journey. I, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. So, um, but there's going to be, you know, just like I had along the way, there's, there's, it's, it's tough. Our local grocery store had a few items, but I find myself going to a larger metropolitan area to shop for groceries because they, they catered more to different pallets where I live in a smaller community and, it's hard to source those. I mean, everybody can get fresh produce and things like that. But, you know, when you're looking for like some plant-based uh, meat substitutes or things like uh, oat milk, I mean, I can find almond milk everywhere, but uh, I didn't really care for almond milk. So um, oat milk is what I preferred and I had to go out of town to get that. Vegan cheese, still haven't found one that I really like on that, but uh, there's only one choice in, in the town I live in and... Uh, um, so I, I head to the major metropolitan area, which is, is uh, Rockford, Illinois, actually, is the closest place that I can get a good, a large selection. That's also the, the location of the uh, vegan restaurant I was talking about earlier. Um, phenomenal place called Pig Minds. It's a, it's a microbrewery and full vegan menu. It's, it's unbelievable. It's awesome. So if you're ever in the Rockford, it's actually McChesney Park, Illinois. But if you're ever in the Rockford area, I highly recommend it. Uh, Pig Minds Brewing Company, full vegan. Um, but yeah, so I, I found myself at a lot of grocery stores, like, you know, going through things and I've compiled a nice list of items that you can eat. And I've since started to gather lots of recipes and you can't just live on avocados and tofu and a handful of walnuts every day. I mean, you can, but eventually you get tired of that. So you want to try and do things and you start getting into tempeh and some seitans and, and all of a sudden you're making these meals and it's like, this is not as hard. I mean, when you can source the items, it, it makes it a lot easier. So I guess that's kind of where I wanted to, to go with everyone today that as you do attempt to, and if you are, I mean, if you're attempting to, to do this plant-based, vegan, vegetarian lifestyle, and you are struggling with uh, your geographic location, not having a lot of options, it's you're not the only person to ever come across that. Um, but reach out and, and use the internet for what it's uh, intended for to do, do your research. You can find lots of items. And like I said, we're going to have some stuff coming up, um, available on our, our, um, our new website, which is still, um, in the process of, of being, uh, created. Uh, we do have the blog available open a blogger, uh, .com and it's vegan, veganishfamily.blogger.com that has uh, some nice articles and stuff that are definitely very helpful, but, uh, we're hoping to help make it a little easier to get some, some stuff that in your hands that you can, uh, um, use and, and to overcome any of those issues that you're having right now, what, as far as sourcing food. So, um, yeah, what, once I found out, you know, it is tougher in the areas I'm in. Um, I do have to travel a little farther, but once I, I figured that out, you kind of get into routine and, uh, you can, you can make it work. It's, it's not impossible. A lot of people say, Oh, I could never do that. Yes, you could. You absolutely could. And, um, I'm making a choice to do it for, for my health. And um, the more I find out about it, it's also the environmental impact that uh, I hadn't really never considered. Um, and that, that's a whole nother episode, but there's a lot of, uh, a lot of devastating things that raising uh, farm or farm animals for food uh, does to the environment. I had no idea. And it even boils down to like the crops that are planted to feed those animals are very, very harsh on the soil and, but they're very profitable. So, um, as you dig into this, you'll, you'll kind of question some of the things you've been taught growing up, but a lot of it boils down to moolah money. 
So, um, but again, I, I just wanted to let you guys know that if you're struggling with this, it's not, it's not uncommon. I struggle with it. And the nice thing is I overcame it and I found foods that I liked. I'm still finding new foods every day that I like and that, I, that I'm, I'm trying new things. I'm experimenting. Um, and I'm still maintaining the the healthy lifestyle. And, and I feel, I don't feel like I'm missing out. When I first started this, I felt I'm, I'm everyone's eating steak and I don't get to enjoy it. So I'm, I'm going to be miserable. And that it's not that case anymore. I have no problem going out to dinner with, with friends and family that, consume meat and, and dairy products and I'm content with it now it, it, but I, I'm not gonna lie at first it was tough and but I know if you stick with it you can uh, you can get through it and you can find a way to uh, to find something that you, that your pal will like and in the end you're gonna feel so much better I'll tell you I remember going to steak joints because I, I was a huge red meat eater um, I love sitting down at a, at a steak joint in, in Chicago or something where it's just phenomenal food. And, uh, but I always felt so uncomfortable when I was done eating. I mean, yes, it tasted good. And, and, and the quality of the meat back then, which was very important to me back then was, was top notch. And, um, it was awesome. A nice glass of red wine with it, but I it just felt so full and bloated and, one of the things that I took away or I, I now realize is when I eat a meal, I feel like I, I'm full. Like, I mean, I don't feel hungry, but I don't feel uncomfortable. And I guess I don't know. I don't know when I decided in my life that I think I'm going to eat till I'm uncomfortable and, and, and then wonder why you're overweight or you're tired or your skin doesn't feel the same or you're not sleeping well. These are all things that just go away when you when you start eating foods that your body can process quickly and 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 it's it just it, it's undis it's hard to describe the feeling that when you eat a meal and you're like and you're fine you feel like you can get up and walk around. I mean, how many of you out there have had a Thanksgiving dinner when you load it up on the turkey and the cream of uh, mushroom um, green bean casserole and then the potatoes with more butter than potato. And I mean, yeah, it smelled good. It was all, Oh, we all eat that. Oh, there's might be some ham and then some cheesy potatoes, but then everybody wants to take a nap after dinner. And I think it's because the, the tryptophan and the Turkey. No, it's because you just, your body's working so hard to process all of that, all of that stuff that it's just really not intended to do. So, um, yeah, it's just the transformation that you see from just when you eat a meal, a big meal, and be like, "Oh, where'd you ate all that?" And, yeah, I feel good. Let's go out and go for a walk. Let's go play some basketball. Let's go hit the golf. It's hit so hit some golf balls or something. It's just it's just amazing. Um, but uh, it's it it is tough. But I know I know you I know you guys can find a way um, to to source the right foods no matter where you live. Um, it is a geographically it is a little more difficult in certain areas. Everybody has their thing. Like I mentioned, Chicago, they, they love their red meat and steakhouses there. Down south, it's uh, a chicken fried steak, um, lots of deep fried foods, barbecue, all that stuff is their, their traditional foods. And you just, you have to start making your own new traditions and, uh, and not telling people that are eating those foods that they can't keep doing that because it's completely their choice. But if you're listening to this, you made the choice to possibly 
not eat those foods. And I'm here to tell you that it's absolutely possible and you can still have fun at the holidays. There's still plenty of things that you can eat and plenty of fun that you can have without gorging yourself on turkey or roast beef or any of those things that you you know you normally eat. So luckily for me, our, our Christmas specialty ever since I was a child has been spaghetti and meatballs. Well, that's easy. I can get plant-based meatballs or I just don't eat the meatballs. So um, it was like at first, well, what about the butter? I'm like, that's fine. I'll just have regular bread without butter on it. So it's, it just, uh, it just, it, it's a learning curve for you, but it's also a learning curve for people around you. And I would, will urge you not to, not to get upset with them because they, they don't understand what you're doing. Just explain you're doing it for your health. And you know, if they ask questions, answer them. A lot of times they don't want to hear the answers. If they want to listen, refer them to whatever got you this far, whether it's a documentary or a Google search or God forbid a trip to the doctor. I mean, that's unfortunately the reason I started doing this high cholesterol, but that's, uh, that's in the past now. And now I'm working towards a better me and, uh, and I'm doing it through a, a healthier uh, food lifestyle and I couldn't be happier. So I, uh, I hope you all, uh, come along for the ride because telling you what you feel great. And once you start doing that, then when we talk about things like yoga, which, uh, and meditation, some of the things that I've also added into my lifestyle now, those become so much so easy and so beneficial to you. It's, it's just unbelievable. It's, it's just, but it's, it's, it's one step at a time. So, um, but just to recap then, uh, no matter where you live, this is possible. You can do it. I know it's, it's tough. And I mean, I just explained some of the, the, the bridges I had to cross and the, and the, the hurdles I had to, to jump over and the barriers I had to, to somehow get over but I did it. And did I slip up once in a while? Absolutely. You know, did I have a bite of turkey at Thanksgiving the first, you know, a month into it? I sure did. And I had a little piece of ham, but I didn't, I mean, those things didn't make me feel good. And those are things, I mean, sometimes you have to have a, uh, you have to have a hiccup along the way in order to make it seem that much more important, you know, that much more worthy. Um, I, I mean, alcoholics call it falling off the wagon, but that sometimes is what they need to, to get back on the wagon and, and, and do better the next time. So if you're doing this and, and you do have a little mishap or you eat something that you go, oh, I didn't know this had uh, milk in it. It's okay. I mean, just take note of that. And next time you're in that situation, you know not to eat that or drink that item. So, but, uh, well, I hope, I hope this has been informative and, and hopefully a positive experience for you. So, and, and hopefully it gives you some, food for thought on um, that you're not the only ones dealing with this. Basically every person that's been raised on meat and dairy that decides to do this has the same exact problem. They, okay, I want to do this, but I don't want to eat tofu and avocados every day. So there are, there's lots of other things you can do. Um, do your research online. Like I said, keep an eye open for some stuff coming out from, from veganish family. Um, and we'll uh, hopefully get you some information real soon on that. But uh, I believe that's all we got time for today. I know this was just a, a short one, but uh, I think it's an important one. And and 
go back and listen to it for a little motivation and look forward to that. Uh, it's not, it's not signed deal yet, but um, that, that guy in Wisconsin, that's got the chief store, man, if he can do it, anybody can. And I'm looking forward to, to, to kind of talking with him in his journey. Maybe we can talk to him like once a week or something and, and keep everybody up to date. But how, how fun will that be just to see the hurdles he has to overcome running and, and owning a cheese store. It's just going to be crazy. But anyway, that's all we got time for today. Um, Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, catch up with you next time. Have a great day.